0: Well, excellent, welcome to Black History Matters 365. We are excited today because we are actually celebrating on Martin Luther King's birthday in Nashville, Tennessee, the National Museum of African American Music. It is set to have a ribbon cutting today. And I have a host, Carl Jones, um, actor, voiceover actor, as well as so many other things, former veteran, and now a new co-host for um, Black History Matters 365 <laughs> on all our great events. So Carl, you could stop a minute and just kind of give us an overview of who you are and then where you are, because it looks like you're on Broadway, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So. Um, I'd like to just uh, first and foremost thank my gracious host, Joanne, for giving me this opportunity. My name is Carl Jones. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, born and raised, and we are down here on uh, Broadway and 7th Avenue here at the African-American History Music Museum. Uh, It is still under construction, so it's still fairly new to, I guess, the new kid on the block, being with all of the local vendors and things down here in Broadway. But uh, it's looking great. I mean, they've got, it's right here on the corner. You really can't miss it. The awning is awesome. I'm trying to get you guys a better view of it. But where I'm at right now, of course, you can see me behind me is Broadway. Oh, yeah, but see the Broadway. actual <laughs> museum is right there. So you can see all the construction zone, things like that. Seventh and broad. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> I love that. See, look,
1: that's the, that's the good thing about Nashville, like community. We're always here. So. I was corrected, 7th in Broadway. Okay. And uh, that's good for us knowing the actual location. Uh, I'm going to actually walk up here to the front where you all can actually get a better view. I came in on Excellent. the corner. Excellent. I had a nice little walk. But let me see if I can flip you around for a second. You can oh, see where I'm walking up Nashville. on. Yeah. yeah, so that gives you a better vantage point of what the museum actually looks like from the outside. Of course, they're still doing some uh, construction here down the way but what's new that's Nashville, Tennessee. We're always doing construction here.
0: Yes. But absolutely. I mean
1: it's it's awesome. Like I like the woodwork of it. it, gives that natural feel to it. Uh you got a lot of real estate. I mean it's taken up you can see from the corner across from Bridgestone Arena and probably the <laughs> Shape Shack, which I have no idea what that is, but uh that's the Alliance Bernstein Tower right there. So you know, right underneath that, right there on the corner prime Real Estate, uh, it looks like I don't think they have brought out, like, news crews and things like that to let people actually in. So I'm just going to be giving y'all general shots of, like, where it is. You can see the marquee, which is lovely. Yes. So you can see that from some of the uh, rooftop uh, bars that they have on Broadway. So that's good. They always have, you know, that mm-hmm. signage available, and that allowed them to do a lot of unique things with that more than likely, like when different artists come here, definitely hope that they get a chance to stop by the National Museum of African-American Music. It's been so important to us. That's kind of our thing. Like black people, we definitely know for having a good time being feel good amidst, you know, all types of obstacles and whatnot, but music is one thing that I think everybody has in common. You can't find somebody, I think that doesn't necessarily like music Mm -hmm. and black music, especially because we, we definitely, uh, influenced a genre shoot several genres i think i read some of the history on the museum it's going to mm-hmm. showcase like 50 different music genres for african-american music so everything from jazz bluegrass to hip-hop so i think that's going to be pretty cool just to see all that in action mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. now carl this has been in the making for like over 20 years correct
1: yeah that that was some of the uh, research that i found on it that it actually had been in in the uh, process for the better part of two decades. And mainly, you know, it's country music, Nashville, Music USA, and that's what people know Nashville for. But, uh, you know, like I said before, we influenced, you know, pretty much every genre of music. So it would make sense for them to put a National Museum of Black History Music right here in the heart of Music City. So exactly. yeah, I mean,
0: exactly. it's Some country music situation. is Black. I mean, there are oh, yeah, Black absolutely. country artists.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you're talking about, like, artists like Ray Charles. Ray Charles, you know, mm-hmm. he did country music for years mm-hmm. before, uh, you know, actually stepping into pop. So, you know, we got a, a long, rich history of, you know, musicians here coming to Nashville. I mean, Jimi Hendrix, he recorded mm-hmm. here in Nashville. I mean, of course, Jefferson Street is known for some of those, uh, those. Uh, I guess, um Shake joints or uh uh yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the name, uh the name that I want to use is coming to me, but it's in the color purple. But you know, we had a lot of a lot of well-known names to come here. And then of course, exactly. you know, we had our uh our white counterparts, you know, like Elvis and Memphis things that they mm-hmm. also came here recorded. Mm-hmm. They they definitely were influenced by a lot of those black uh musicians, you know. And mm-hmm. A lot of, them, you know, played here on music corners here in Nashville and probably would never see any notoriety, but you know, they definitely influence the culture.
0: Right. I think this is a very exciting thing, Nashville. The people are very excited about it. They were saying that it's a long, it's a long time coming. It should have, you know, been done a long time ago. So this is very, very exciting. And to launch it on Martin Luther King's birthday was very smart to do that ribbon. Absolutely. Don't you think so? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I've been studying a little bit of marketing and uh, especially, you know, in social media and getting your brand and things out there. It's like they couldn't have picked a better time to have a grand opening for it, because like you said, it's Martin Luther King's, the, the day that we celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. So it's just perfect timing for the grand opening to be on the same day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Here's a little paragraph about it that was in the paper just a few minutes ago. And maybe you're seeing this come together right now as you're standing out there. It says more than 20 years of effort is finally about to come to fruitation. The National Museum of African American Music will officially open its doors on January the 18th. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a socially distanced, remember that, we're in that in that time right now, uh-huh. <laughs> a socially distanced a- ribbon-cutting ceremony with the museum's board members and staff, elected officials, and community leaders will take place at the museum's entrance at the corner of Fifth Avenue and Broadway, facing the Ryman on the one side and the Bridgestone, which you said, Arena on the other. The event will be held in partnership. I love this, um, Carl. I don't know if you know of them, but it's held in partnership with the Interdenominational Ministers Fellowship as part okay. of MLK Day programming. Did you know that?
1: <laughs> you know what? I didn't know that. And on the ride over here, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I wonder what got the ball rolling on the museum. So you giving me that history is fantastic. Isn't the only that fantastic? That I had in my mind. <laughs> I was like, you know, who who was the person that said, hey, look, 20 years ago, we need to have a museum that's showcasing African American music. So that was that is that was spot on, as they say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see a little people gathering around a little bit waiting, right? They haven't started yeah, and yet. And I, I think,
1: think they they haven't started yet. And that's I think uh, that's pretty much the security. It's oh, out here. Okay. I mean, you know, in light of recent events and things like that. So I would imagine, you know, a high security presence as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they're just, you know, kind of looking the, over the grounds, checking perimeter, things like that. And, you know, making sure everything's up to snuff for when they do the, uh, the social mm-hmm. distancing, the uh, ribbon cutting, virtual ribbon cutting.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you a few questions personally. How important you said you stated a little bit how important it is, but to you personally, what does this do for you number one and how important is it to you to see something like this happening?
1: Well, you know, like I said, you know, I'm a Nashville native so, you know, born and raised here and, you know, even 10, 15 years right. ago, I probably couldn't even imagine seeing, you know, a, a history right. a museum that's, you know, for us, you know, that's, you know, about, you know, just a small portion of the Black experience, but it's ours. Like we we can literally say it, hey, look, this is a museum that's highlighting people that look just like me, musicians, men and women that look just like me. So um, for me to see the city grow as much as it has, and for, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, saying that Black folks really kind of got exited out of all the gentrification, all the real estate boom in Nashville, we kind of missed out on it in certain ways, you know, with different government contracts for building and things like that. So it's nice to actually see something that is a part of our culture. And hopefully, you know, they they also went a little bit deeper and said, hey, well, look, we want some black contractors in there, too, so that they can get some of all this, these millions of dollars that are literally flooding into the city as a result of tourism. And now that we got something like the National History Museum, you know, it's kind of going to be like one of those beacons like the um, Civil Rights Museum in Memphis right. or the uh, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Museum in D.C., where people are going to come and they get to learn a little bit more about our culture as opposed to like, hey, I'm on DC They're not letting anybody inside, per se, but, um, I mean, it was just good just to be able to see it and get a few shots I of know. it. I um, know. So excited. And I don't have my headphones in, so I can't. actually.
0: So are they going to be outside, Carl, doing that ribbon cutting? Or are they going to be inside, did he say?
1: From what he said, they're not going to be doing a, a physical ribbon cutting. It's all going to be uh, probably virtually from inside. Okay. And I, I can imagine so because even the, uh, the state shack that's right next door, to the tower, they're doing construction. They're doing construction on Broadway. You almost really can't hear much out here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so, I mean the, the, the building is beautiful. And actually, what's kind of cool, if you can look back behind me,
0: mm-hmm. there's a
1: connecting ramp from the museum over to the steak shack. Now, what would have been awesome is if maybe, you know, we would have had a Black-owned restaurant down here in Nashville. <laughs> it to that. Yeah, Sweats could have been right in there and, you know, maybe own the tower, maybe, you know, it might be wishful thinking, or maybe in 10 years. Yeah. But yeah. in any case, um, you know, I guess, so they'll probably have like, you know, I'm sure a bookstore inside of it, um, you know, gift shop, and then you can walk across that bridge right over to the uh, steak shack and then have a meal or so. But hopefully, you know, they'll be able to have enough space. It looks huge, so I'm hoping there's like space where, you know, different vendors can kind of get in there and, and, you know, put some of the good food with the music.
0: That's awesome. So today you probably really won't get in. We're just more or less introducing, showing a little bit of, of footage as well as talking a little bit about um, the museum today. And maybe we can get a view when they actually, when you go inside and they.
1: Yeah, can- absolutely. We, we can definitely do that because um, he, I can't remember what he said the grand opening was. I think he said January 30th. So just around the corner. So I'd love to come back if they. Uh, you know, I'm sure they might allow for some limited video
0: yeah, uh, inside of hands. the
1: museum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, we can probably get get together and do something like that, because I'd love to go see it. Just, you know, if nothing else, just for myself, to educate myself, because uh, yeah. it, it looks like it's going to be an awesome, awesome site.
0: Great. Do you have any people around there right now that's standing around maybe looking or probably waiting that we can ask questions or see how they feel about it being here? Probably not too many if they got everything yeah, locked off.
1: Because <laughs> there was there was a security and I believe, well, there's a there was a young lady that was walking past me and I wanna say she probably has something to do with the museum, but okay. she was talking to the security, so I couldn't get couldn't kind of grab her arm just to kind of get her insight on what's going on and things like that. And I'm just, I can see her, but she's on the phone now, so I don't want to yeah. just run it's up okay.
0: on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So so what we'll do today is continue to interview you just a few more minutes and then we'll sure. we'll um back. But what I wanted to do was just to let our audience know that today is the ribbon cut for the National Museum african-american music which is very exciting for us today in nashville so we wanted to at least get you started and get you excited about it by doing some live you know footage as well as audio to make sure you tune in and go to their facebook as well it's the n-m-a-a-m um, Facebook to find out more about this um, museum and when it opens and when you can get there. We have today again with Carl Jones, who's going to take us to the tour, <laughs> through the tour, <laughs> when we actually get an opportunity to go in, but they're not letting anyone yes, in be
1: right my today.
0: Um, but we are just excited to do this little portion. So Keep listening to the podcast. Keep listening out for Carl. We're going to keep this going until we
1: absolutely
0: great view. But Carl, thank you so much today for doing this for us. And My uh, pleasure. if you have a little bit of more history about it, we would love to know that. Um, anything that we've left out. Because I know that when it opens, it's actually going to be, um, I'm looking here, the museum opening hours will be um, during the Initial limited access period of 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Once conditions improve and restrictions can be relaxed on this pandemic, um, patrons will be able to buy tickets for tours and time slots as well. Thirty-minute intervals. Prices will run from 13.50 for kids ages seven through 17, to regular adult general admission for $24.50. Children under six, people will love this, will be admitted free. They will be admitted free. And you can visit the website for more information on becoming a member or making a gift to purchasing. They are accepting donations as well to keep the museum running. So the NM a-A-M, I'm pretty sure that's .com, or you can go to the web Facebook website to find out more. But the ribbon cutting should be going on right about now. As we're speaking, Carl is sitting outside there. We just can't see inside. But yeah. so, anything else, Carl, that you have to say when it comes to this? Very exciting.
1: Uh, the, the only thing that I would say, um, and not to be the do- dead horse, but just to reiterate what you said, Let's please come out and support uh, a momentous occasion like this historic occasion. I mean, I can't think of anywhere else in my lifetime where a museum specifically for African-American music has been, you know, erected. you know, this is definitely something that we all gotta support. You know, we we all went out in droves to go see the Black Panther movie when it came yeah. out. We helped that movie. We helped Marvel Studios gross a billion dollars for one film. So the least we can do is come right here in our own backyard, support our history, and, and you know that that also uh, shines light on other unsung heroes, other aspects of Black history that you know aren't necessarily televised or in a museum for you to go visit. So let's definitely make sure that we go out and lend our support, our dollars. That's what helps. Uh, it helps places like this stay open. You know, this is a, most likely a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. so they need mm-hmm. those dollars. So that, that would be all I would want to end with.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much again. And it's great to see you. And, and we look Absolutely. forward to the future, we'll get some future broadcasts with you. Thank you. Okay.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful seeing you. Thanks again.
0: Uh huh. You've been listening to Black History Matters 365 with the live opening and ribbon cutting of the National Museum of African-American History, or music history in Nashville, Tennessee. Stay tuned as we continue to celebrate Black history.